O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, October 12th. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. As it is written in Romans 10:17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. When we listen to the spoken Word of God, it is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Hebrews 4.12 The Word of God is alive, it is powerful, and it renews our mind and builds up our spirit. As it is written in Isaiah 55.11 So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Lech Lecha. Genesis 13, 5-18 Lot, who was traveling with Abram, had also become very wealthy with flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle, and many tents. But the land could not support both Abram and Lot with all their flocks and herds living so close together. So disputes broke out between the herdsmen of Abram and Lot. At that time, Canaanites and Perizzites were also living in the land. Finally, Abram said to Lot, Let's not allow this conflict to come between us or our herdsmen. After all, we are close relatives. The whole countryside is open to you. Take your choice of any section of the land you want, and we will separate. If you want the land to the left, then I'll take the land on the right. If you prefer the land on the right... Then I'll go to the left. Lot took a long look at the fertile plains of the Jordan Valley in the direction of Zoar. The whole area was well watered everywhere, like the Garden of the Lord, or the beautiful land of Egypt. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose for himself the whole Jordan Valley to the east of them, He went there with his flocks and servants and parted company with his uncle, Abram. 
So Abram settled in the land of Canaan, and Lot moved his tents to a place near Sodom and settled among the cities of the plain. But the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sinned against the Lord. After Lot had gone, the Lord said to Abram, Look as far as you can see in every direction, north, south, east, and west. I am giving all this land, as far as you can see, to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that, like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Go and walk through the land in every direction, for I am giving it to you. So Abram moved his camp to Hebron and settled near the oak grove belonging to Mamre. There he built another altar to the Lord. Jeremiah 19, 1-21-14 This is what the Lord said to me, Jeremiah. Go and buy a clay jar. Then ask some of the leaders of the people and of the priests to follow you. Go out through the gate of broken pots to the garbage dump in the valley of Ben-Hinnom and give them this message. Say to them, Listen to this message from the Lord, you kings of Judah, and citizens of Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. I will bring a terrible disaster on this place, and the ears of those who hear about it will ring. For Israel has forsaken me and turned this valley into a place of wickedness. The people burn incense to foreign gods, idols never before acknowledged by this generation by their ancestors, or by the kings of Judah. And they have filled this place with the blood of innocent children. They have built pagan shrines to Baal, and there they burn their sons as sacrifices to Baal. I have never commanded such a horrible deed. It never even crossed my mind to command such a thing. So beware, for the time is coming, says the Lord, when this garbage dump will no longer be called Topheth, or the valley of Ben-Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter. For I will upset the careful plans of Judah and Jerusalem. I will allow the people to be slaughtered by invading armies, and I will leave their dead bodies as food for the vultures and wild animals. I will reduce Jerusalem to ruins, making it a monument to their stupidity. All who pass by will be astonished and will gasp at the destruction they see there. I will see to it that your enemies lay siege to the city until all the food is gone. Then those trapped inside will eat their own sons and daughters and friends. They will be driven to utter despair. As these men watch you, Jeremiah, smash the jar you bought. Then say to them, This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. As this jar lies shattered, so I will shatter the people of Judah and Jerusalem beyond all hope of repair. They will bury the bodies here in Topheth, the garbage dump, until there is no more room for them. This is what I will do to this place and its people, says the Lord. I will cause this city to become defiled like Topheth. Yes, 
all the houses in Jerusalem, including the palace of Judah's kings, will become like Topheth. All the houses where you burned incense on the rooftops to your star gods, and where liquid offerings were poured out to your idols. Then Jeremiah returned from Topheth, the garbage dump, where he had delivered this message, and he stopped in front of the temple of the Lord. He said to the people there, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies, Yahweh Savayot, the God of Israel, says, I will bring disaster upon this city and its surrounding towns, as I promised, because you have stubbornly refused to listen to me. Now Pasher, son of Immer, the priest in charge of the temple of the Lord, heard what Jeremiah was prophesying. So he arrested Jeremiah the prophet, and had him whipped and put in stocks at the Benjamin gate of the Lord's temple. The next day, when Pasher finally released him, Jeremiah said, Pasher, the Lord has changed your name. From now on you are to be called the man who lives in terror. For this is what the Lord says, I will send terror upon you and all your friends, and you will watch as they are slaughtered by the swords of the enemy. I will hand the people of Judah over to the king of Babylon. He will take them captive to Babylon or run them through with the sword. And I will let your enemies plunder Jerusalem. All the famed treasures of the city, the precious jewels and gold and silver of your kings, will be carried off to Babylon. As for you, Pasher, you and all your household will go as captives to Babylon. There you will die and be buried, you and all your friends to whom you prophesied that everything would be all right. O Lord, you misled me and I allowed myself to be misled. You are stronger than I am, and you overpowered me. Now I am mocked every day. Everyone laughs at me. When I speak, the words burst out. Violence and destruction, I shout. So these messages from the Lord have made me a household joke. But if I say I'll never mention the Lord or speak in His name, His word burns in my heart like a fire. It's like a fire in my bones. I am worn out trying to hold it in. I can't do it. I have heard the many rumors about me. They call me the man who lives in terror. They threaten, if you say anything, we will report it. Even my old friends are watching me, waiting for a fatal slip. He will trap himself, they say, and then we will get our revenge on him. But the Lord stands beside me like a great warrior. Before him, my persecutors will stumble. They cannot defeat me. They will fail and be thoroughly humiliated. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. O Yahweh Saveout, Lord of heaven's armies, you test those who are righteous, and you examine the deepest thoughts and secrets. Let me see your vengeance against them for I have committed my cause to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord. For though I was poor and needy, he rescued me from my oppressors. Yet I curse the day I was born. May no one celebrate the day of my birth. I curse the messenger who told my father, Good news, you have a son. Let him be destroyed like the cities of old that the Lord overthrew without mercy. Terrify him all day long with battle shouts. 
because he did not kill me at birth. Oh, that I had died in my mother's womb, that her body had been my grave. Why was I ever born? My entire life has been filled with trouble, sorrow, and shame. The Lord spoke through Jeremiah when King Zedekiah sent Pasher, son of Malkijah, and Zephaniah, son of Messiah, the priest, to speak with him. They begged Jeremiah, Please speak to the Lord for us and ask him to help us. King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon is attacking Judah. Perhaps the Lord will be gracious and do a mighty miracle as he has done in the past. Perhaps he will force Nebuchadnezzar to withdraw his armies. Jeremiah replied, Go back to King Zedekiah and tell him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I will make your weapons useless against the king of Babylon and the Babylonians who are outside your walls attacking you. In fact, I will bring your enemies right into the heart of this city. I myself will fight against you with a strong hand and a powerful arm, for I am very angry. You have made me furious. I will send a terrible plague upon this city, and both people and animals will die. And after all that, says the Lord, I will hand over King Zedekiah, his staff, and everyone else in the city who survives the disease, war, and famine. I will hand them over to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and to their other enemies. He will slaughter them and show them no mercy, pity, or compassion. Tell all the people, This is what the Lord says. Take your choice of life or death. Everyone who stays in Jerusalem will die from war, famine, or disease. But those who go out and surrender to the Babylonians will live. Their reward will be life. For I have decided to bring disaster and not good upon this city, says the Lord. It will be handed over to the king of Babylon, and he will reduce it to ashes. Say to the royal family of Judah, Listen to this message from the Lord. This is what the Lord says to the dynasty of David. Give justice each morning to the people you judge. Help those who have been robbed. Rescue them from their oppressors. Otherwise, my anger will burn like an unquenchable fire because of all your sins. I will personally fight against the people in Jerusalem, that mighty fortress, the people who boast, no one can touch us here, no one can break in here. And I myself will punish you for your sinfulness, says the Lord. I will light a fire in your forests that will burn up everything around you. First Thessalonians 5, 4-28 But you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. For you are all children of the light and of the day. We don't belong to darkness and night. So be on your guard, not asleep like the others. Stay alert and clear-headed. Night is the time when people sleep and drinkers get drunk. But let us who live in the light be clear-headed, protected by the armor of faith and love, and wearing as our helmet the confidence of our salvation. For God chose to save us through our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach, not to pour out His anger on us, 
Yeshua died for us so that, whether we are dead or alive when he returns, we can live with him forever. So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy. Encourage those who are timid. Take tender care of those who are weak. Be patient with everyone. See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Yeshua. Do not stifle the Holy Spirit. Do not scoff at prophecies, but test everything that is said. Hold on to what is good. Stay away from every kind of evil. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Yeshua comes again. God will make this happen, for he who calls you is faithful. Dear brothers and sisters, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters with a sacred kiss. I command you in the name of the Lord to read this letter to all the brothers and sisters. May the grace of our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach be with you. Psalm 82, 1-8 God presides over heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the heavenly beings. How long will you hand down unjust decisions by favoring the wicked? Give justice to the poor and the orphan. Uphold the rights of the oppressed and the destitute. Rescue the poor and helpless. Deliver them from the grasp of evil people. But these oppressors know nothing. They are so ignorant. They wander about in darkness while the whole world is shaken to the core. I say, you are gods. You are all children of the Most High. But you will die like mere mortals and fall like every other ruler. Rise up, O God, and judge the earth for all the nations belong to you. Proverbs 25, 9-10 When arguing with your neighbor, don't betray another person's secret. Others may accuse you of gossip, and you will never regain your good reputation. Do you have a case that you would like to bring before God in heaven's court? Do you have a matter that you would like him to hear, and would you like to see a certain judgment come forth? Is there a passionate plea on your heart with regards to a person or a situation? You can go to heaven's courtroom and make your case. We see that in Psalm 82 today. 
The psalm opens with verse 1. God presides over heaven's court. He pronounces judgment on the heavenly beings. But to go to heaven's court in prayer, you have to prepare your case first. Like an attorney, and present the evidence. Perhaps you would like to bring a loved one or a family member before the Lord who's lost, who's in the dark, who's far away from the Lord at this time. I had such an assignment put upon me where I'm interceding for some loved ones. And the Lord spoke to my heart, impressed upon me, Laura, go to heaven's court but bring your evidence. And what is that evidence? It's the Word of God. It's Scripture. There's nothing more powerful than praying the Word of God over a situation or over a person. And so I had my homework assignment. Go find some key Scriptures that have to do with salvation, that have to do with the fruit of the womb, with children, that have to do with this matter that was deep upon my heart. And it took some time. I used a very good online tool that I'll recommend to you. It's called blueletterbible.org. It's got a great search engine. And for example, let's say that you are going to pray for someone who has a very serious illness. Maybe they have COVID. Maybe they have cancer. Maybe they need surgery, heart surgery. And so you want to intercede and stand in the gap and pray for them for their wellness, their healing, their wholeness. So then you can go to blueletterbible.org and type in the word, a keyword, around the topic. So maybe you would type in the keyword healing in the search box on blueletterbible.org. And what will happen is that all the scriptures throughout the Bible that have the word healing in it will pop up. You can limit the search and ask it to look only in Psalms or only in Proverbs or only in the New Testament or have the search be inclusive of the entire Bible. And then this is a great tool for digging out and uncovering the scriptures that you need to bring into the courtroom of heaven as your evidence. And the plea can be something like this. Father, your word says, bring the elders of the church together and have them lay hands upon the sick and anoint that sick person with oil. And the prayer of the faith, a prayer in faith, will will turn, will bring healing to that person. Your word says that, Father. So I am pleading this scripture over And then you fill in the blank with whatever person it is that you're praying for. Similarly, if you're praying about salvation matters, you can look up the word salvation or saved. Or allow the Holy Spirit to bring to your mind those scriptures that you need to pray customized to your specific need and your specific petition. This is why it's very good to read through the entire Bible, because it's being written upon your heart. And then when a specific need arises, the Holy Spirit can prompt you and 
bring forth out of your memory bank that specific scripture that is needed for that situation or that person. But if you've never read through the entire Bible, that memory bank won't be there for you to tap into. I encourage you, beloved, go to heaven's courtroom. But before you go, prepare. Do your homework. Do your due diligence and your research. Find the scriptures that apply to the situation or the person that you want to pray for. Write them down. I wrote them down on 3 by 5 index cards, about 10 of them. And then when I go to Heaven's Courtroom, I get out my cards and I use them as I pray and I speak to Yahweh in Heaven's Court, remembering that Yeshua is your defense attorney. He is your advocate. He goes to court with you and he pleads. The word says that Yeshua sits at the right hand of the Father, and He ever intercedes for you. He is our great High Priest, and He is praying for you. He is praying for those that you love. He ever intercedes for us. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Yevrekha Adonai Vish Merekha Yaya Adonai Vikuneka Isa Adonai Anav Ileka Vayaseleka Leka Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>